You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. My mind's telling me no. Woo! R. Kelly, baby. Oh. This is getting me excited up in here. Up in here. He says so right. <laughs> up in here. With a little bump and grind. <laughs> Y'all like bumping and grinding? Yeah. That's private. I don't talk about private you, stuff you, on this podcast. Well, you, you know that. Don't bring, you don't bring words, my private right? life you, into this. Do you, do you tell your wife, hey, we're going to bump and grind tonight. When we get home from the <laughs> grocery store, we're going to bump oh, and grind. And we want to sound very practical. It's like, hey, after groceries, would you like to go to the bedroom and, and do some bumping and grinding? Some bumping and grinding. <laughs> well, do you all use music like I, that in the bedroom? Yes, I do, but I'm really bad at it. I try to pick out songs like that, but it makes my wife laugh, but I'm trying to get in the mood. So I try to pick like, like one time on Pandora, I actually typed in sexual R&B and it came up. Like so the song started playing, you know, and, uh, but she didn't really like it. No, it always gets a laugh in my house if I try and put on Teddy P. It should work, but my wife, it just it comes out of left field for her. <laughs> so that, that, that isn't, uh, Bless her little is, heart. isn't the best, but, uh, yeah, I tell you who does get down is that old Craig gross, oh, his wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have recorded a series. I won't say it's not X-rated. I don't. Uh, it's probably not even R-rated. I would say, but they recorded a series to talk about sex, and honestly, kind of get rid of some of the uh, ties that bind us, if you will. No pun intended. But to just free up people a little bit and just to talk about sex in a real way, um, especially from all their experiences and when talking with so many people about sex in life, and uh, it's, it's really interesting. Like it, it's even good for Jess and I. Like we actually. Uh, the other night had a, a really good conversation. Like uh, we, you know, we, I had read an article or, or she did or something about, um, you know, people that had made a commitment to have sex like 365 days in a row or 160 something days. And, and I was like, Hey, you know what? We should make a commitment. Let's, you know, some people fast stuff. Let's fast, not having sex and just, you know, no matter sex. what we feel, no matter what we're doing, why don't we do this? And, uh, and she was like, okay, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Like my, I was like, I mean, my wife was, I was like, man, what a great wife. And then all during the day, I thought about that. And less and less, I, I started realizing our sex life is good and we don't need to do that. We didn't need to set that parameter. And so we were able, I, I came home that day and said, you know, I just kind of want to apologize. I feel like I was doing that for some reason other than, you know, us. And I do think that sex is for couples. It's for married couples to engage in and to become closer and to share their lives with each other. And I realized, um, and that's what I like about this series as well, is that it's okay just to talk about all things. Like, I mean, it would have been okay for her to say, no, we're not doing, we're not going to have sex every day, but she didn't. But at the same time, I think it, it's hard sometimes. Like you get an idea in your head about what sex should be. And then it doesn't ever end up that way. No, yeah, well, Christians have all manner of dysfunctions and problems and stuff in, in all the areas. And, and the thing that's related to what we do is we just think it is okay and it is right and it is necessary to talk about. So check out Craig Gross and his wife Jeanette's new series called Best Sex Life Now. So go to www.badchristian.com forward slash best sex life now and check it out. All right, so today we got a guest with us, and it is our good buddy, Seth Studley. Emory's original drummer. Seth, are you on the line with us? What's up? All right. You... Hey, Seth. Yeah. Hey, Seth. What's up, boys? Your audio quality sounds really good, so thank you for joining us today. I was thinking about it earlier. Like The last time you were on the show was what? When we did that live episode in Seattle, huh? 
Yeah, and that one was that was a chore. <laughs> How was it a chore? <laughs> Why do you what say do you that? <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't a chore. Um, I, I, I felt that I was really uh, kind of off-putting to most people, and I, I apologize for that. <laughs> you actually had to apologize to a dad and his daughters too, didn't you? What for? Tell us. No, that. I apologized to the guy that I yelled at. And I was like, you know, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called. Well, I called him a. <laughs> I told him what? he had asinine questions, and I was, I, 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 I mean, he was in a wheelchair. I, I said to him. That's the saddest part. But. <laughs> yeah, I know, and he had his grandma with him, too. Yeah. That's the worst part. <laughs> well, were you feeling combative or what? Because, I mean, that's what I'm worried. That's what I think is people listen to this podcast, and they're thinking, man, I, I'm, they're in their car about to just jump out of their skin because they want to just argue back or whatever. So they think when I'm on the show, i got to, like, disagree and argue, which is kind of actually counter to what we're usually trying to do, at least. Well, no, I, it, it, I, I feel that way whether I'm on the show or not, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> a lot of times, especially when um, we talk about things that we talked about, like, you know, simple questions about Christianity or, you know, should I do this or should I not? And it, it, it just, it really frustrates me because I'm like, you know, we, God gave us a brain and we can think for ourselves. And sometimes thinking out of the box can be more helpful than being kind of confined to, you know, this, this Christian worldview that... Uh, we all grew up with a lot of times doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I promise I will not be combative. <laughs> so what well, was it? That, Is it the closed-minded point of view that set you off, or what? Yeah, I guess the closed-mindedness and and uh, just the like, what is this real? But you know what? I was I was thinking that way ten years ago. So I'm even doubly ashamed because I thought that way. And now I'm kind of really uh, <laughs> mad about people who think that way. So that's not really exhibiting grace. So well, that's that, something that, I thought about. Seth, that brings up, uh, in, in my opinion, something hilarious, and that is your tweets to the Reform Pubcast. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you listened to my interview with them, but they specifically brought up Seth Studley, and he was like, He was trolling oh, them hard. You know, I just want to bring up Seth Studley's uh, tweet. <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, it was just rude, and uh, or it was mean, or something like that. But what was I'll, the tweet? I, well, I, it was after I listened to uh, them on. On our on show. Bad Christian and on, on your show. And I just came away thinking, you know, I, I, I am sick to death of, like Toby's <laughs> talked about lately, like, no, no, like, it's, this is it. legit. Um, I, I'm sick to death of white mainstream Christians saying and prophesying and just thinking that they know exactly what is right and wrong and they speak to it like yeah this is this is white that's black um i obviously know this and oh you're you're wrong i'm sorry you're wrong but this is what the bible says and i'm gonna be bold in christ and just all that i don't know that that language is just so trite to me that just it it just gets me so what i said well i don't remember what i said i wasn't it was basically that it was basically something along the lines of that this interview exemplifies uh, one of the reasons why I cannot stand uh, Christians or something like that. One re- one more thing we don't need is more white uh, Christians telling the, uh, people that they know everything or something like that. What, yeah, hey, it, what, what's your what's your uh, what's your Twitter? Seth at Seth's. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, find the exact words because it's Seth just Dudley. too it's it's just classic. Well, I'm gonna see if I can find it. It was a whole freaking tirade, but um, I of course apologize to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you apologize to them too. Yeah, listen, listen. I actually tweeted follow at Seth Studley to see what happens when Kataba Indians get mad at Calvinists. Yeah, but that, Seth, was, that Seth, was funny. Seth said the douches, I mean dudes at Reform <laughs> Pubcast, were arrogant, <laughs> pompous, and boring. 
white Christians from Florida never would have guessed. <laughs> and Seth just said previously, 30 seconds ago, I mean, wasn't trolling them or anything. <laughs> no, no. I, I guess I wanted I mean, that, to start a conversation. I could have done it better, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but then the, the craziest part was like all the guys that follow them like sent me tons of stuff. Like, I don't know, just like, you know, the the perfect typical response like hey read matthew uh one eight guy you know i'm like you gotta be kidding you have to be kidding and it's just basically exactly what i was talking about i was like there's a different way and you know you, you we don't we don't have to know we don't have to know it all and that's fine if we don't but just just stop <laughs> acting like you know it all it's just fake and so Whatever, I'm getting heat. I'm getting heated, boys. I'm yeah. getting heated. No, no, yeah, but we like time. those guys too. We don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Totally, we don't totally. want to talk. I mean, we're not really talking shit about them. We're talking at what actually was happening. Well, and, we, and they, as yeah. in me, you, and Matt, we yeah. like them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seth hates <laughs> no, their guts. No, no, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Seth, would you go and would you go on their podcast? Would I, would I go on their podcast? Yeah, like um, I, I think that would be brilliant. Like that would be awesome. If they'd have, I guess that. it would, but but probably I would mess up and say something dumb i i i hope no no i i would go on their podcast yeah but i'd yeah. have to do a lot of thinking so prior any, to that um, any of you reform pubcast listeners that listens to us to tweet reform pubcast and get seth studley on the show i i think that would be awesome seth <laughs> studley i mean one of the most downloaded episodes of our podcast it's episode 11 you can go to our youtube channel or itunes it it really is a remarkable story worst marriage ever yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Well, the reason that was so good is because uh, Seth was really easy, like one of the first guests we had that really just talked about a ton of stuff and didn't try to make it sound good. or any, like He was one of the earlier people right. that had a really good story to tell, and I thought that's why he, he's good to just hang out with us as usual. But like I was saying, last time at the, the show, you said you thought you might be a, a little bit extra belligerent because you were drinking, and so now you're not even drinking anymore either. Can we talk about that? Sure. What's going on with that? You don't drink anymore? <laughs> No, I don't. I uh, I quit drinking. Uh, it's a little over four months now. Um, it just got to a point where I was like, um, "Wow, this is unhealthy. This is not good for my body." Uh, it, it wasn't like, "Oh, you know, drunk all the time and then arguing and stuff." It was more of like, "Man, I'm really freaking stressed out, and this is what I'm going to uh, yeah. uh, for you know for relief, you know, X Y Z." And it was just kind of a like. I'm, I'm just tapping out, you know, and right. I could really see how I was like, wow, I'm not spending as much quality time with my kids as I should or with my wife and stuff like that. And plus, I'm I'm in school again to be a, a chemical dependency counselor right. on top of like other counseling and stuff and just learning so much like, holy crap, man, this is not a natural thing. Well, I mean, it is natural, I guess, but uh, it, it it was way out of balance, and anything uh, that's not in balance is bad for us. So, and it was it was bad. That's so. funny because you're saying it again now in a way more cleaned up way than you told me. And I was trying to tell Toby and Joey. I was thinking you'd tell them now, but I was at <laughs> I was at Seth this weekend. Sorry to call you out again, oh, man. but I was at Seth this weekend, and we were talking about him not drinking anymore. And he's like, "Yeah, I just miss it. Like I love drinking so much." And then he paused a second, and then he said something else. He goes, "Man, he goes, I love." I love drinking and driving," he said. <laughs> did you not just what are you tell talking me that? about? Like you, so yes, I did tell you that, and I am honest. I, that's yeah, I did love it. However, it Why was did you hold love on, it? Yeah, hold exactly. on, hold on. Okay, I know everybody will freak out crazy about that. 
it was on back roads, on mountain gravel roads, like going out in the woods, being out in nature, and, you know, go on these mountain roads where you see, like, two people, it it kind of doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, yeah, getting loaded and then getting on yeah. the interstate or something. That's that's total So you're just endangering your kid's dad's life and your wife's husband's life. That's all. That's <laughs> no, no. That's, is again, it's not like I was blackout drunk, like, where am I going? Let's do some wheelies, you know? It's like, Yeah, no. honestly, I think most people like drinking and driving. <laughs> what? I'm just this kidding. Is, but here's the thing. I'm with Seth on this. <laughs> I'm with him. Here's, here's <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's no mountain roads in Charleston. <laughs> oh, shit. I drive straight to the ocean, man, then just right down the beach, just ripping the beach all to pieces. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Open up a Coors Light well, and just What do you mean? Tell me you no. drink and drive or what? What well, does that mean? No. Well, here's the thing. I actually do think uh, that it would not be a big deal to uh, – because you can, you can drink and drive. That It is legal to a point, right? Like what is it, point – Eight, no, no, only, only in some states. There's a, there's a. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about having an open container. That obviously that's illegal. But I'm saying you can, I can stand outside my car, pound a, a beer to a certain limit, uh, enough beers to a certain limit, and then I can get in my car and still drive legally, right? As long as I blow under what the legal limit is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So you yeah. can't. So there are tons of people that drink a beer and then get in their car and leave and drive. Right. So I don't think it's as crazy as what as it sounds. Like Seth's not talking about I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get a case of beer tonight and, sure. and you know my wife's watching the kids. But he's talking around. about the sensation of being in your truck and having having a tall boy between your first beer being a tall boy between I your agree. legs while you're driving down the road. That you is know how many awesome. country songs yeah. say that? Yeah, yeah. chilling exactly. on a dirt road. <laughs> it's, it's just it's something about it. I, I've kind of thought about. It. I was like, okay, is my heart like inclined towards rebellion that I'm like I love breaking the law with an open <laughs> yeah. container, although I'm not drunk. <laughs> Or, or what is it? You know, it's just I, maybe it's growing up in South Carolina where that's kind of. You, you said you went even went to some meetings and stuff like that, but you're not going to continue going to meetings. But you do take seriously what you were doing drinking wise enough to say you can't do it anymore. Well, no, that's not true because even last weekend I, I asked you, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about having a glass of wine or something. But it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe not. Okay, kind of doesn't matter. And then I didn't, right? But no, I wouldn't consider myself. An alcoholic. We have a family history of it, a really strong family history of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't think I don't think so. I don't want to label. It's, and it's not about like oh, I'm in denial or want to label myself about that. Like, trust me, the past you know six months has been nothing but learning about this stuff and tolerance levels and withdrawals and all that stuff. So I wouldn't place myself in that category. But pretty, you know, maintenance drinker, kind of you know, functional. Functional alcoholic, which there's a lot more of that than I mean. Yeah, you three guys are functional alcoholics at times. I guarantee it. Yeah, right. So it's uh, not, no, it's, that's actually not true. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not true. Not true at all. Go <laughs> yeah, ahead. That is true. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, here's my thing. I actually agree with you. What's the difference in that and though? And you're a functional caffeine drinker, or you're a functional. Uh, I take Zoloft, yeah, or you're, I'm, you're function- not, I'm you're, saying you're not going to uh, kill somebody on the road with Zoloft. Who says? I don't get drunk on Zola. Okay, okay well, but I'm just saying. saying you can be a functional alcoholic without getting drunk. It's just, it's just the way you do it. Go ahead. Sir. Right. Okay. That makes sense. We're not, we're not, all, all this is new We're to not me. talking about Zoloft and driving, though. But I'm talking about to get through certain days, people need something. It, it might be eating yeah. today or something like that. So that's the only thing. The only reason I don't like is, is alcohol gets the bad rap because of drunk driving. 
Like yeah. w- without, if you could take drunk driving completely away, I think alcohol would be a lot people wouldn't even hardly care as much. I mean like that. And it is bad. Don't get me wrong. People die from dra- drinking and driving and, and doing all those things. But I'm saying like, honestly, if you get home and you, and you need a couple of glasses of wine to unwind for the day, is that, is that an alcohol? Like you actually go, man, I need this right now. I just got to chill out and take a break. No, I wouldn't consider that an alcoholic. So like, okay, so Zoloft, you take it for a specific reason and a specific outcome, right? Same as caffeine, you know. Uh, Well, I like the taste of coffee and I like what it does. It wakes you up and, you know, stimulates your nervous system. Um, If you're using alcohol in that way, like, oh yeah, you know, a a glass of wine a night to kind of just, you know, help me relax, then that's okay. But if you're taking like, you know, three or four Zoloft or, you know, drinking caffeine, drinking coffee all single day or all day, and then... And uh, same with, you know, I drink a six pack a day. Well, that's obviously overdoing it and you're, it's just overdoing it uh, too much. And again, like balance is, is key in my opinion, so... Well, in the interest of being honest, is really funny. Last night we did like a kind of an event where Joey called it beer and theology which he we both acknowledge i know that sounds so stupid what was the what's the actual name of it we don't have a name so it is beer and theology (laughs) right now so it's so stupid but we just kind of stuck with it that's not what i'm putting that on both of us it is what it's called it's not so anyway so basically this is a thing where joey and i wanted to talk about we're learning as we go but we wanted to have it have people come from all walks of life it ended up being a lot of christians but and talk about anything that is of value truth wise like you know what i mean like that's the goal it ended up being a lot about church and all this stuff and it was really great conversation but i'm sure people who don't give a shit about church or or, you know at all were kind of they kind of got a little bored of it but it it was a good idea and we're going to do it more and it's really awesome but the thing is it is called beer and theology and i was a little nervous so when i got there i cracked open a beer and then before everybody got there i cracked open another beer and then i'm sitting there and then man the conversation is going i cracked a beer and i'm just talking and then i cracked another beer and then and and i was like well yeah, you know what? And here's here's also I didn't realize. Jess and I've been doing paleo. I've been I have I've been basically laying off a lot of alcohol for you know for a week or two. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if it's just my tolerance or whatever, but I definitely woke up this morning. I guess it was a hangover. Like I just I I had a headache. I felt really shitty and uncomfortable. I was like, oh no, this is awful. And I just felt like I couldn't get yeah. through the whole day. So Seth. It, I mean, like me for like last night, I thought, man, I'm I'm going to a thing. This will be cool. Everybody's drinking a beer, feeling relaxed, and I blew it. Like I I did drink too much. Yeah, yeah like it wasn't. Yeah. It, now now I wasn't wasted. It was, maybe that's even called functional or whatever. I, I didn't even feel you know crazy or anything like that. And I waited. Uh, actually, I was I was around for a while, and I was like, I'm going to wait around a little while just so make sure I'm driving legally and all that stuff. Hey, what happened uh, to your mailbox? It's like completely crushed. <laughs> 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 hey, Matt, Matt, the, the hey, can I finish my story? Last night, uh, I I actually went into the grocery store. Um, I thought this was what Toby was going to say too, because he got a chuckle out of this. I went into the grocery store with uh, a guy that works at the church. Um, with us. Sorry, and my it, functional alcoholism bored you and you had to change the subject. <laughs> go ahead, man. We brought Seth on, but yeah, you know what? No, you, you go ahead with your story. It's go probably ahead. more important. Go ahead. I, apologize. I cried all the way home. That's how I wanted to end it. Go ahead. <laughs> I apologize. I pulled over to the first gas station I saw, bought a 40. <laughs> I, I dumped half of it out and just said, Seth, Seth, and then I drove the rest of the way home it's chugging the it. Seth, yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I call drinking and driving to Seth. <laughs> So here's you don't have done in a while the the Seth I'd love to do that it's Friday it's Friday it's five o'clock I'm pulling the Seth this in this motherfucker I don't even care I'm going Seth tonight 
so here's the pastor in me that I realize that I, I just have a hard time shaking. And I think part of it is just a responsibility level that I feel. But we went is it into your wiener. Yeah. We went into, <laughs> we went into Bilo. Pastoring and, your wiener. <laughs> yeah. We went into Bilo, and it's me and Andy. We're both uh, leaders at our church. Our, our staff is, is pretty small. So. Uh, I mean, we're, I don't know, like a, a third of our, of our staff. And here we are walking to the cash register. I've got two packs, one 24 pack of Coors Light, one 24 pack of Budweiser. He's got a six pack of Yingling. And I was just like, dude, like I, I have to say I'm a little uncomfortable. And he's just like, yeah, I can understand why. I said, I promise you, if a person from the church that I don't know well comes up behind us in line... I was like, you will see me flip into a mode of where I will explain what we're doing in a very conversational way. Like, I'll be like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Annie and I were just on the way to, uh, you know, the church office. We got a bunch of people coming over. We're going to just talk uh, about you know church stuff. You know, some people aren't Christians, you know, just going to have beer. Like I said, I will not be able to help it. You will see me do that. And he got a laugh out of it. He's just like, gosh, that's that's crazy. But I... I I just would have. And Toby, you definitely would not do that in my shoes. I just, I mean, the only reason you did that is because you were worried what they would think about you. Yeah. Not so, worry about thinking about, well, yeah, but but the the ramifications of that would be, whoa, is he getting, is he getting wasted tonight? That's like, still is he on them. Go? That's still about what they think about you. You know what I mean? Like you immediately think, because there's alcohol, you are worried that people immediately think you are drinking too much. And the truth is, you might. That's what, that's what I think. Toby like, that's did. What I you to bought the freely. alcohol for Toby, and he drank too much of it. That happened. It's real. Right. That's what I'm oh. saying. And, and I didn't lose my faith. I'm, not, I'm still a Christian. I, I felt bad about it. It was a mistake. Yeah. I, I actually really thought of it as like overeating. Like I, I have done that a, a billion times more, and I really did think yeah, I was just eating uh, just because I, there was a one slice of pizza left, and I was like, oh, I'll just eat it. And it, you know, it's kind of like that. I didn't think of myself as, oh, no, there's alcohol, and I have to – I'm really going to drink it. it. It was. It's not a, a problem, but I did something I wish I wouldn't have done, and I paid for it. I felt like shit all day. Yeah. So, and, so and it wasn't good. Like, it's bad. I'm always so, going to land differently on you guys with this. I just don't echo that completely, but I, I think I'm definitely close. <laughs> Come on. So, Joey, Joey, what <laughs> yeah. if you took Toby out to Pizza Inn up there, buffet night, and he had you know an insane amount of pizza? I was like, oh, my gosh, but you paid for it. What's the difference? Like you, you bought a ton of beer and Toby drank it and he had too much. You bought him, you know, you offered to pay for pizza buffet night and he ate way too much. There's no difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not my disagreement. I totally would say, okay, yeah, I bought beer. Toby drank too much. What I'm saying is. But you only felt bad because you're a pastor. If you weren't. Yeah, you you only felt bad because it was beer. You'd be like, I didn't feel bad about you drinking too much. No, 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 no. You buying, we're going back to you buying that beer. The only reason is because of vocation, your vocation. Is a pastor. Like if you were a teacher and somebody from your church walked up, you would have never thought off. You just said, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, and they would said, "Oh, it looks like you're going to have a big old party here." Yeah, actually, we're doing this. And then, you right. know what I mean? Like it would actually cause a conversation. Like I mean, for somebody to immediately think, "Oh my gosh, our pastor is buying two cases of beer. He is going to get slaughtered tonight." <laughs> I mean, is that we can't it, worry it about do, that. But it does look like party mode. So what? It does what's look wrong like with that? Party mode. People yeah. are doing party modes all just the time. Just like Jesus at the par- at the party after th- after the three day party when he doubled up on the wine. Yeah, there you go. Right, but Jesus didn't get drunk. Yeah, but I mean, that, somebody the thing said I don't like about did. it is somebody that, thought he did. Partying with alcohol is sinful and bad, and you're gonna do. But it's totally okay for the dad and mom 
to be buying unbelievable cakes and party favors and spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on their one-year-old's birthday, and nobody's yeah. like, oh, they're going too crazy. Yeah. Oh, man, they're messed up. No, you I know, mean, no, I, they shouldn't be doing that. All those examples y'all give, I mean, I to- I, no, I I'm know totally you with you. I, I'm just I mean, saying, I think the only reason you felt that way is because you're the pastor. Yeah, and, Otherwise, And I'm would. just admitting, I mean, that that's yeah. just in me, and no matter what you guys say, even if I agree with you, I'll still yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, no, Even I, if it's like a, from a hypocritical standpoint, I'll be like, yeah. I mean, it's way more sinful than me drinking too much, but yeah, you should keep doing that. <laughs> Can we get off this subject? Yes. Oh, Seth, come on. Every before. time you bring, come on, you either talk really hateful to people or you <laughs> have a different disease. It's unbelievable. I'm not apologizing this time, bitches. <laughs> so, Seth, what do you think about the fact that in Charleston, right next to my house, there's a road called Savage Road? Is that, is that just totally messed up and filthy? Probably it's got some weird historical meaning that something terrible happened there. So I don't know. That's like all over the place. So but isn't that a derogatory name towards your kind? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to get you rattled because live in Seattle yeah, we talked yeah, about Redskin Moto. That's another s- argument we've done before that we don't have to do. But here's my big question for Seth. I do not get this. Seth grew up two miles from me and two miles from Toby, smack dab in the middle. We grew up in the same town yeah. in the same era of the same time. How in the hell does Toby and I still have his accent and Seth sounds like some proper college boy? Yeah, it's really driving me crazy. <laughs> How, what do you do? You ashamed of where you come from, Seth? Why no accent? Oh, what do you? What yeah. are you, my dad? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> you have to be ashamed no, to lose ashamed. your accent. You had to move on and get like. I can't hear real good. Oh. We got we got a Harvard graduate yeah. over here. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, think about it, Matt. Oh, man. You hang out with Joey with Toby, and you're in the South way more often than I am, right? Uh-huh. I'm. Yeah. Who who? What other Southerners did I talk to here other than my mom on the phone, right? So. That's why. Is your name Sayeth to her? Sayeth, yeah, it still is. No, I believe that. Well, my, I believe you lose your accent if you're not proud of it, or if you think it, you would, you sound dumb because you have it. And you're in intellectual world and counseling and this and that. And you know it wouldn't be good to be a, a right. psychologist. Yeah. who's like, I think I can help you out a little bit. Tell me what's going on. Nah, it's a chick <laughs> magnet. They dig it. All right. Well, speaking of Seth being a, 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 a are you a actual psychologist? Is that what you would call yourself? No, a uh, psychotherapist, not a psychologist. Okay, okay. Psychotherapist. sorry for the mistake okay. there, Dr. Studley. <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm, oh, wow. I, I'm really interested lately in, like, people's perceptions and how they perceive the world, and even, like, in our minds. Like, you know, like, I mean, God even says that in our minds, if you look on something, you know, you can sin just, just by looking at it, right? Like, mm-hmm. whether it be a female or you can lust after You can lust after lots of things, wealth or whatever. You know, you can sin by looking at that person's car and going, I want that. That should be mine. Yeah, sure. So I had this idea, and I, and I just texted y'all. I think that you can look at something. <laughs> look, at the, look at the picture I just sent you, and you tell me what it is. Just look at it and immediately say what it is. <laughs> oh, say it, Matt. It. What is it? Titties, I guess. Joey, what do you see? Boobs. Okay. Now, here's the thing. This is what I think. Y'all just saw boobs, right? So I was having this conversation, and nobody agreed with me, but I think that there are men out there who have something called moobs. Have y'all heard of that? It's like male boobs. And I think they can be just as sexually gratifying (laughs) if you see them. That's what these are. So I sent, listeners, I sent two pictures of guys' boobs. It's two males who have boobs, and one of them is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, the one on the bottom. (laughs) I found this picture. That's Steven Tyler. It looks like a girl in a bikini with no top on, and that's actually actually Steven Tyler. But that is my point, and I thought it was so interesting. The the perception there both uh, everybody immediately was did toby just send us porn did toby just send us something bad and lastly 
I think men's boobs can look just as good as women's, right? <laughs> Hold on, what do y'all so think? To you? I, I, you just thought that. Joey, are you turned Joey, on? you have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you know my weakness? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what do y'all think about that? Like, I mean, the idea of the perception, like, the, the, did y'all, what was your reaction? Did you think, don't look at this? I mean, like, have you been trained now as a Christian or, you know, we, we, we deal work with Triple X Church and all that stuff. Have, have you been trained now to go, oh, I better not see this, uh, like, did yeah. you immediately think bad when you saw boobs, which everybody says, you know, once you're in marriage, boobs are beautiful and all that stuff, but just, they're not beautiful here, but they're beautiful here. Like, what'd right. you think when you saw that picture, Joey? Yeah, there's definitely a knee jerk reaction of, oh, not, not going to look at that. But, uh, I did see, uh, what, what, who'd you say was the Steven Tyler? Yeah. I saw his first and I was, man, what a nice specimen. N- nice there. rack on that. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> like, those, yeah, hell those, yeah. Those jugs. The one on the top though, I, I guess. You could also see a big belly. Well, it was a larger man. (laughs) Steven Tyler's kind of still in shape, even for an old man. Yeah, but I I will say that his his chest definitely looked very feminine. I mean, yeah. So don't y'all think though? I mean, can't I mean I believe that. Like I was my my thing was if a guy works out super huge, do you like you know and gets really uh, big old nice Devin Shelton boobs and like uh, you know like can't those look maybe just as good as a female's boobs? You want to explain what a Devin Shelton? Well, Devin Shelton, Devin Shelton, when he works (laughs) out, he's the golden child. And his, his, yeah, pecs. Men have pecs, but I mean, they're they're boobies. Like, sure. And so, well, I mean, I mean did, did the, y'all think those looked as good? Like, what would you rate those boobs? I think the thing that's weird about all that is that the whole thing that that is, I think people kind of miss is that I mean, first of all, you can be turned on by a man. First of all, that's that in, yeah. in itself is possible. <laughs> it's not outside the realm well, of possibility. About the days, that, hold on, think about the days we wore wore uh, girl jeans, right? Like, yeah. I don't know, a decade ago, it's like you couldn't tell a. a Dude's butt from a girl's butt, so it's maybe I've it's just after it's all about in those things. <laughs> Me too. That's why I had to stop wearing. That's them. why you had I to quit touring with us because you were you were back there with the drums, staring at our butts and girls' jeans. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what, I just think whatever turns you on turns you on. So if you want to get technical about it, you're not looking at boobs there. You're looking at pixels on a screen. So really, it's just whatever turns you on turns you on, and you could be. I think you'd be surprised. Everybody would be surprised if they were willing to admit it and explore it, the things that could turn them on that are not standard direct heterosexuality. So you could, I mean, you could, you can get turned on by Steven Tyler's boobs. Well, I like that, man. That's a, that's a good, that's a good way out from now on. Like I can just say, Hey babe, I swear it's just pixels. It's on just the pi- I didn't look at boobs. <laughs> <just saw pixels. laughs> what? Oh, those are boobs. I was looking at the pixelation. Damn it. I'm so, I didn't know. It was just a RGB color 12, 128, whatever. Just a whole bunch of them. That's all. All right. Well, let's take a break, and we'll take. Some, I think we got some good questions, so we can hang in and answer some questions from listeners with Seth. Today's music sponsor is Awaking Mercury. Let's check out one of their songs. This is called "Sorry Never Left Your Lips." Sister, you sleep with a snake. You're on your body like veins. Now you sleep. Oh 
That was Sorry Never Left Your Lips by Waking Mercury. That song is from their latest full length entitled Dear Benjamin. You can pick that record up on iTunes or check it out on Spotify and be sure to keep up with these guys at awakingmercury.com. Hey guys, this is Dan Koch, singer and guitar player for the BC music band Pacific Gold, and I want to let you know that our pre-order is up for our new album, Sing My Welcome Home. It's an album of 11 tracks of rewritten hymns. We take lyrics from old hymns and write all new melodies and music and everything. But rather than spending a bunch of time talking about it, let's just play some clips from the album. To pre-order the album, go to pacific-gold.com. All right, Seth, we're back. We're going to do questions, some questions, listener questions and stuff. We're wondering, will you do will you do the honors and read the questions to us? Sure. Be honored. All right. <laughs> Are you a good you reader? You don't sound too excited, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound too excited. I think I'm a good reader. I'm literate. All right. So here we go. Let's, uh, what do we got first? You put the ill in literate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ill. Now that's that's southern. You won't. You can't go. You can't say. Oh well, man, she's ill. What? They're sick. I'm sorry. What's what's the deal? Oh, no, yeah, for they're sure. just they're just pissed. Um, okay, so this one is from Bunda. Uh, this is a comment. Uh, I recently our very uh, own Bunda. Bunda's our producer. So he had a question because he went to a Christian conference this weekend, trying to in broadcast and media and stuff. So he wrote a question for us. Can you read it? Bunda struck. All right. I recently attended a Christian media convention for the first time a.k.a. speed dating for Christian companies for three days. I watched people line up at multiple booths to take a selfie with Jesus. What are your thoughts on the monetization of Jesus, the gospel, and Christianity as a whole? Do you feel like we, BC Podcast, use God to make money, and do you see any irony in a for-profit Christian industry? Oh, damn it. We've been exposed. We're going to have to shut it down. Yep. You're the I mean, pretty, pretty simply, we always from the beginning said that that we do see this as a business it's entertainment we see our lives as as more of a ministry but we uh, we don't make any apologies Mm. for wanting to make supplemental income no we don't i mean we're talking about our lives and a lot of it has to do with christianity but a lot of it also has to do with like you know, Toby yelling, I'm going to effing kill you as he drives by someone in a car. So what about taking the selfie with Jesus? Does that sound out of bounds to y'all? Like, hey, I will dress up like Jesus, we'll charge $10 a piece, and we'll make money on that. I I don't think the intent is bad. I think the intent was, hey, this will be kind of funny, let's do this. Yeah, we'll have a guy that looks like Jesus, and we'll come take a picture. So it's not much different than Santa Claus or whatever, but it's just, it seems, that's not just a one-time thing or whatever. I mean, here's the truth. 
Christianity is a business, and people are making a shitload of money off of it. And, and I have to even kind of throw us in there. We are, too, to an extent. There's a lot of people who are Christians that listen to this podcast yeah. and, and think that what we say is right or wrong or whatever, but they think that it's a it's more of a mission or than, than a job. And so the problem is... Nobody wants to talk about that. Like, I mean, you. Ha- well, who were the money changers paid. in the temple then? That Jesus said, "No, yeah, sir." That, that, who's that's that? What, yeah, that's who it was. I mean, that's the people selling the the holy water. You know, the hey, this vial of water came from the river where John was baptizing. Man, if you, you know five dollars, and you'll be able to be, you know, your left eye, you'll be able to see again or something. I right, mean, this, but you this, see, this, you think if Jesus was here, he'd unplug our modem. Is what I'm saying. No, I don't Maybe. think so. You guys, you guys aren't like selling answers. You're just telling your yeah, that's true o- opinion, right? Uh, so I, I think it's I think it's very different. So what is crossing? Like, give an example of who's over the line, then Seth or Toby or somebody. Tell me somebody who is capitalizing on the cr- God in a negative I, way. I think I think you guys told me an example of uh, you y'all know of musicians that will basically kind of make a general statement of, "Hey, I play music." This is God's calling. It's my mission. Please support me so I can go on tour. Like I kind of think, oh, that's uh, okay. So you're you're getting people to give you money to. Uh, like I hobby. think that goes back to what Toby said. But that's that still a hobby. A the worst the worst part is yeah, that's more of like supporting a hobby, which is a whole nother issue for me. But the supporting I mean, a hobby. No, it is. It's like <laughs> give me charitable money so I can do what's fun. That that irritates me on some level. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, who is the one who's like, yes, I collect coins. You know, they, the, the, if anybody's doing that and listening to you right now, they're extremely upset. You know what I, I mean? Like that's, that's that, but you're right. I mean, I'm, just, I'm saying now there's some questions there for me, but I don't. Care. I'm, I'm not judging that. But I am saying, surely you think there's some line that people cross where they're mo- trying to monetize Jesus just for profit in a way that's nasty, right? Who is that? Uh, the, yeah. the, the, the the most blatant one that comes to me is when you drive by, uh, you know, an insurance company and they have a cross on there, and it's like a little scripture because that way, you know, uh, they're selling insurance or, or or whatever it might be, or they're a plumber with the cross on the side. You know that they're a Christian, they're a good person. So I'll call them, especially in so the south, where everybody's a Christian. So, oh yeah, it, well, it, so, it feels it, no because it, it, I don't know if it's well, wrong. That's what I'm asking you: Who does something that's wrong? Who does something wrong? That's wrong. That Jesus would say I mean, some, no. Sometimes. Oh, somebody's just selling it for the money. Who, I mean, if you're just that? doing it just for the money, what's an example? Well, you of know, that? you see, like on TBN, I've seen late night before. You know, they have these prayer cloths. You know, that you you yeah. you call, you send in, and then the people pray over your request and you lay hands. Or you know, one time I, I think one time I saw one. It's like you can buy manna that was prayed <laughs> over or something like that. I'm like, so, yeah, there no, you really. Go. So okay. you were you were buying this, you know, tiny little two by two square of bread. And they send it to you. It's like, oh, my manna, you know, manna from heaven. Yeah, there you Stuff go. like that. That's just, that's crazy. Yeah, so One that's, thing I that's wanted over, to say was like. Sure. Well, what do y'all think yeah. about uh, every mega church in America that has bookstores yeah. where they're selling the books for a profit? What about jewelry, too, like with a cross on a necklace? Yeah, you know, I mean, silver the, chain. The, those are questions I just don't know. And I don't think you can make blanket statements because some churches may be selling them you, at you know price what? and giving the money to I, I want Seth Sherman. to finish what he was saying, but I do have an answer for that. I think you can draw a line, and I'm going to jump in and say that I think it's what maybe bothered Jesus was they were selling a thing, and it was in the house of the Lord, like in the worship place, and it's as if to sell it to pretend it's something it's not. So if you're selling Chris, a, a cross at Target and you have a distro deal, well, fine. People want that jewelry. That's not capitalizing on Jesus. But when you manipulate people by saying you need to buy this so that you will be blessed or because it'll help, you know what I mean? That's when it becomes, that at least we can identify as manipulative and wrong. Yeah. Right. Well, here's the thing that I always say, why, 
it seems a little bit weird that those things are only sold in, in the churches or at the Christian convention. You know what I mean? Like it it, you don't see them. There, as, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's some stuff that obviously Walmart does in the book in their bookstore and stuff like that. But I mean, those little trinkets and stuff like that. It's, it's it, a lot of it is. You know, people well, it's, it's people make fun of. The, I'm a worship demand. leader, and That's people all. make fun of the worship leader for trying to sell a CD out front. You know what I mean? Right. Like that that happens, and so I don't. I mean, he he wrote something, and that's his audience. Right. So why not sell it there? But. I mean, he couldn't sell it probably at the Best Buy, which I don't know who can anymore. Yeah. Seth, so. what else you got? Could, I don't could know. you liken? Hold on. Could could you liken those those uh, uh, sellers of trinkets and stuff to the audience? Like drug dealers, they go to certain communities where they know they're going to be able to sell drugs to vulnerable yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Drugs and Christian trinkets, the same thing. Okay, next question we got here. Um, <laughs> All right, let, let's do uh, a voicemail. I've got a voicemail, and then we'll do another written question. But let's mix that up here. All right, All right, go ahead. Here we go. Hey, guys, this is Josh Lineberry. I'm calling from Flavory Branch, Georgia. Absolutely love the show. All right, My buddy. question is, when you guys started the podcast, you wanted to try to help change Christian culture. So do you feel like you're doing that, or has it become more of Toby and Joey's comedy hour? Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the laugh. <laughs> what about Matt? I know, what the yeah, hell, Josh? I've tried as hard as I can to crack jokes. Thanks, bye. Golly, I've been dismissed as a comedian outright. <laughs> Man. It was like an underhanded comment. I, I feel really happy, but Matt, you got to be devastated. Well, I've been busy, comedy, I've been busy trying so to Matt's change Christian culture. No, I've been busy trying to change Christian culture while y'all are goofing off is what he was trying to say. I <laughs> no, that's what's funny. Like Joey and I have just been going off on the jokes. Like we we wanted to do Christ, change Christian culture, but man, we are so damn funny. I'm going to go ahead and chalk this one up as to another mistaken voice identity. And he's got Joey and Matt wrong on the, on the voices there. <laughs> I, I think to answer this question, we do, we would love to change Christian culture. This is going to take forever. This is so how, but I, this I mean, how you tr- do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's going to be really slow. And that's what I'm saying. Like we, we still get flack for the language we use or that we don't talk about Jesus enough or say uh, whatever, you know, I mean, people have been taught so much that, th- that Christianity is this, when you do anything, even a hair to the right or the left of it, everybody questions it like it's, it's heretical or something like yeah. that. So I think our, our biggest win is just, even if we could move it just a little bit of, Hey, well, everybody will be a little more honest. Well, that, that that's a win for me, but I don't know if we're, I, I would love it to say that, yeah, man, this podcast is going to change Christian culture. That would be a goal of mine and a dream, but uh, it's going to be a big one. I'll that's give you a huge. one bolder yeah. answer than that. And that is to say that this is how to do it. And I think more people should be doing this. And what this is, is the difference is just like in f- family and parenting and everything, you lead by example and by just leadership of just being in there and doing it. Otherwise, and now you say, oh, well, these Christian pastors and the, the, the authors, they're the, they're the ones who are changing Christian culture, driving it. But really, they come across sometimes to some degree or too much like a boss or a somebody telling you what to do. And so we're trying to take a different approach and just be in the trenches with everybody else. And I do think that has an impact on culture, at least a different one or one that is underdeveloped. So I think thousands of more people need to do what we're doing, including everybody really should be doing more of just living who you are. And I think that helps a lot of people. I mean, we get a lot of emails. I wouldn't report that and count numbers on it, but we get a lot of emails of people saying, man, thank you. Now I know this. Now I see this. And I do believe what we're doing matters and is working. I believe it. I mean, plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Boom. Next question. Matt, you want to do another voicemail? No, read us one, Seth. All right. So this is from Chris uh, from Twitter. What are your thoughts on Christians that don't believe in hell? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I definitely think question. you can be a Christian and not believe in hell. But I what, mean, there's, uh, yeah. but there's, that's a weird question because he's saying, what do we think of those people? That's his question. Not yeah. what do you think yeah. about hell? Screw what does the Bible say? He goes, he goes, what does Joey think about that guy that thinks that? Right. I think well, they'll <laughs> believe in it when they're there. But but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the the root of that question is that he thinks of those people as probably not legitimate believers. And I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I do think there is a sect of Christianity and they're, they're so tightly fisted with their doctrine that mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All I could think about when you just said that was a sex Christian that was tightly fisted. Gross. <laughs> a sex of Christians. <laughs> Oh, well. It doesn't bother me. If somebody doesn't believe in hell, okay. I mean, it, I, it, it's a really tough subject, and I don't know if anybody actually has it right. I mean, Jesus talked a ton about it, and mm -hmm. lots of times in the Bible it seems really scary. And then at the same time, I, if you really think about hell, I mean, like, it, uh, you know, talking last week with Dan. Um, yeah, I think that's why they brought this up, because a lot of people are like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. I mean, we believe well, in hell. Well, I mean, but, it, it, but, it, yeah, it, 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 it is a good point. Like, I mean, like, like I am no Rob Bell fan, really. I mean, he might even be a great guy, a nice guy, but a lot of things I would guess I would disagree with myself in. But I mean, I have really thought like hell is something that God created. It is a creation of God, so it's not. It can't be totally the absence of God because He created it. You know what I mean? Like, and so, and like the idea that God maintains that forever, like you know, I mean, He He keeps it up or on some level, you know, maintains it. So that forever he sees you in torment or, you know, that he knows, yeah, for his know, pleasure knows that you, will. right, right. It could That's come across that thought. way. And it's just, it's just like, well, that doesn't seem like a God that wants a relationship. But here, yeah. here and I love that point. And I also think, can, can Jesus's grace cover the sin of heresy? Even of course. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah. So yes, you can, I mean, you can be a Christian, go to heaven and not believe in hell. Yeah. And be wrong about that. Or go to or hell. Whatever. But the question here, the question there really, he asks is, what do you think about Christians who think that? And I would just say, I, I don't think about Christians who think that. I just think what I think. Right. And then other people think other stuff. I don't know. I, I, I think probably out. like the Christians that don't believe in hell are going through a lot of kind of uh, inner inner questioning. They have a lot of stuff, other stuff going on because that's a pretty gigantic uh question to kind of contemplate sure. and go over in your mind, you know, and then if you do come to that decision, it's like, whew, that's stressful, in my opinion. So, yeah. I, the, I don't, the decision I, of not believing in hell? Either yeah, way, like, either you know, way to just, wrestle that question all the way out, mm -hmm. that's, it's, it's serious. I mean, there's a, yeah. it's a big question. Yeah. If you really, like, there's plenty of people Seth, that you're calling in, in from hell right now. Yeah. Joey yeah. told me to go to hell, and I said, I've been there. I didn't like your mama's cooking. Next question. <laughs> so, okay, this <laughs> you, one comes You shook from, your head back and forth when you said that. I know, I had to. Did y'all say that in elementary school, middle yeah. school? Yeah. Your Go to hell. Cooking? I've been there. I didn't like your mom's cooking. I did. I was scared to cuss when I was little. So. Oh, me too. Anyhow, uh, this one comes from Brian at Twitter, and this one this is funny because it goes along with what you were saying, Toby, about uh, uh, Christian businesses. Um, so Brian, my friend Brian, says there are a couple of auto mechanics in the area that openly advertise as Christian mechanics. Their main message is essentially, "We won't screw you over like other mechanics. We're Christians." Any thoughts on people that use that title to advertise their business? I think if you have to use Christianity to sell your business, you must be not good at your job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I'd rather just trust somebody's like, hey, this is what I do. I'm going to yeah. talk about this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we called ourselves bad Christian. 
I mean, yeah. why can't we think of something bad different? mechanic? What, but what what if they're going on the um maybe the the kind of southern you know good old boy kind of reputation of like oh yeah you know Christians those are good and so on the flip side of this okay what if uh you know I've known like tons of wise Christian guys that are just super balanced and super mature and stuff like that uh, I would want him to work on my car oh yeah that guy's a Christian yes yeah my auto mechanic is but that's that way, on a personal sure. level though. That that's on a personal level though, right? I mean, like just a guy driving by. I don't know if you necessarily go, yeah, I gotta, I gotta yeah. choose that because he has a cross on his. Well, what, hey, what's funny is if you go to Haiti, uh, it's it's crazy because all of the businesses are named after biblical stuff, like Last Days Auto Mechanic, uh, <laughs> Jesus and John the Baptist electricians. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Really? Everything. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's all up for grabs. I mean, anywhere you go, it's named after biblical stuff. So. That was a humble brag from Joey about going to Haiti to volunteer. For the less fortunate. I know. I actually went went there to buy a bunch of merchandise for cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Joey. I love it. Loving it. (laughs) That was great. All right. We got any more? Yeah, we got two more, actually. Do we have time for two more? Yeah, we can knock out a couple more. We're We're going to squeeze them in. All right. Uh, Squeeze in the moves. at Twitter, um, he tweets at Bad Christian. Uh, are there any Emory songs about your wives, and are any about Joey besides Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> so Freddie Mercury is about Joey, the whole song. Well, it's got Seth song. and yeah, Joey and our wives in it, and that in Freddie Mercury. For people that don't know that, that's true. Those all those names yeah. are people. Seth so. spends all his money gambling. Yeah, and Joey quit praying. One. Joey those two, praying. And, and all our wives are in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the song Butcher's Mouth is about Joey's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to dig for a song title that I could pull that would be a crack on Joey. I couldn't come up with one. <laughs> I beat you to it. That's about as good as I could get. Um, so, what about lose lose situation? That's Joey. <laughs> um, yeah, I've written a bunch of songs about Jess. I mean, there's been, a, I mean, a lot uh, about. Stuff that either we've gone through or like dreams I've had that were very real or just, uh, you know, arguments or disagreements. There's all kinds of stories that I've told through song all over every Emory record. Well, y'all, y'all have a song on Matt and Toby about both of your wives fictitiously dying. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, so totally. That's written about both of your wives. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, we'll do one Anything more. else? Zachary at Twitter. Do you guys feel like you might joke about pornography too much, especially in light of your X3 watch endorsement? I don't know that I understand the question. Read it one more time. Do we? Well, uh, I do. He, uh, he basically he's saying, "Are we making light of porn?" Right. And I would say, well, we're talking about it. And that's that's a lot further than most of Christian society is going. And w- why not be lighthearted about? Uh, sin just like we're lighthearted about anything else i mean that doesn't mean that we don't take it serious i mean what are we supposed to do go real solemn when it comes yeah i to just us? don't want to be hard on ourselves <laughs> right. you know what i mean I, d- <laughs> I don't want to condom you yeah, for the I things that you condemnation <laughs> when you talk about that yeah tits a really complicated no, situation no. Yeah, I know. I don't think we make too much fun of it. I want to make more because nobody, guess what? If you ain't making fun of it, you ain't talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and you're probably just exactly. looking at it by yourself. So at least, I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I, I like making light of everything. That may, helps me get through my life. It's probably not the best. So if you don't think stuff's funny, you know, if you don't think pornography, anything about it is, has some kind of 
humor value to it, don't do it. Stay away from those jokes and, and dislike the jokes that we say. But yeah, I think it's fine to, to make jokes for sure. Additionally, we yeah. tried to we were trying to clean up our advertising spot for X three that we do and we were thinking about trying we were trying to make it have all these ways to make it more concise and say the URL better and promote the product better. And Craig wrote us back, he's like, No, 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 no. Y'all do what you do. Keep joking around, keep talking about it like it's real and don't even worry about plugging the product so much. That's what he's. I mean, that was that's yeah. our advertiser Forex, and that's what he's asking. Totally. Are we taking it too light? Mm-hmm. I think if anything, that's. I mean, that's even what our advertiser X three wants is for us to be real. That's the reason he uses us as. Uh, he, that's the reason he sponsors the show because we're the ones that are, that are doing that. So I would say we. I think we're getting it right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't be. think we take the idea of, of of porn being a good thing like that. It's not that big of a deal. No, it is a big deal. You should right. not be looking at porn. I mean, the Bible says cut your eyes out, but I see all these Christians with both their eyes, but they're all constantly probably looking at porn. Oh, yeah, and you know how I know that? Because I did it and then still do it sometimes, and I tell you I don't want to and all this stuff, but I mean, I'm, I can't always be just solemn about, man, porn, gosh, man. My heart just breaks for the people that are looking at porn today. I mean, that just sounds awful and fake and not real. Right. Yep. Sometimes you, you look at porn and it's not that sad. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? In fact, it's like the opposite. And it's, it's not good. I'm not saying that, but I mean, I don't, uh, you can make some jokes about it. That right? is one glorious booty. Yeah. I mean, you're not thinking, oh man, I'm saddened by that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Seth, thank you for being on the show today. Really enjoyed it. You're a quite, great job, my friend. You're quite Love a natural it, out yeah, of it. Man. So uh, we want to thank the BC Club and all the people for contributing to help us to have made these additional episodes on Thursdays. We're going to keep that rolling. If you want to visit badchristian.com forward slash contribute, thank you to all the BC Club people. Check out all the stuff we got going on, music, 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 et cetera, podcasts. Pay attention. Thank you, guys. See you later, BC Podheads. Woo. Yeah, and check All out right. Seth Studley's podcast, Hammered on the Back Road. With <laughs> Seth Studley. <laughs> That's a good country song. <laughs>